It's like nothing you've ever seen. It's nothing you've ever wanted to see. It's the Angels' bullpen. All right, all right. It's Micah Halo. It's Tyler and Jacob. Jacob, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right. Kids are all right. We're doing okay. The Angels are off and running. The season's off and running. Feels like it's already been a long time since we've been back talking to you guys. The season is just flying by. We're 5% through. I know it's not much, but it feels like it's just begun. Tyler, how are you? How are you feeling? Oh, man. You know, I, I came into this episode or like the process of recording it very upset despite us having a two-game winning streak as of today. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I I don't know why I'm so upset with the Angels, even though we're two games above 500. You told me before we came on here that you were more upset with this team than you ever have been in your life. There's just a lot of games that we should have won already. Yeah. And it's super frustrating. But aside and from that, I'm great. Aside from the team that we're talking about we'll on talk this about podcast. A little more. You're phenomenal. No. I agree. It's it's a tough time. I think because we understand a little bit more now than we ever have as well. We're starting to see like, well, we could fix that. Why are things happening the way they are? Uh, but no, that's that's good. You're doing well. Otherwise, you know, your life outside of this miserable team is doing well. Ivan, you're here as well. Yes, Producer, sir. How are yes, you doing sir. today? I am doing great. Uh, I We've been through four series so far. We've won three out of four. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'm kind of trying to look at the big picture here. You know, uh, we're we're currently tied uh, with uh, with Texas right now, leading the the AL West. Um, and you know, we took three out of four, two two on the road, one out of two here at home, which is kind of a shame. You know, that's that was a brutal series. I, I, I suppose that's the way to start uh, an Angels uh, series at home, first of the season, losing right, but. But again, I'm kind of trying to look at everything. We're we're more on the winning end. Um, and, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty good so far. Nice. Solid. You also uh, will mention the only one of us to be to the stadium this year. So how was that? Let's start with that. How was your experience uh, last night? Uh, yeah, interestingly enough, I yeah, I was there for game two against uh, the Nationals. Um, just went over to see none other than uh, Shohei Otani pitching for the Angels. Great, great, uh, great performance. Seven innings pitched. Um, I think he only allowed one hit. Great. It, it was it was a great game. Um, I was telling Tyler this earlier though. For some reason, like just watching this game, uh, it was moving by pretty quick. But at the same time, it just kind of felt a little, you know, there's not a lot of action going on. So it was a boring game. It was I, a boring game. Yeah, it was a boring game. Way. It was moving quick, but I was like, dude, there's not a lot to see. Which and you know, we only won by like what, it was like two and all, right? Yeah. Even one and no, I would have taken it, dude. I would have been like, "All right, we win. That's it's all good with me." But uh, it, it was it was great to be back. Um, you know, City Connect uniforms everywhere with the team, with the fans. Um, I was looking out at the dugout, and it was just full of the sea of like cream and red. It was great. It was great. Um, they don't play Bro him anymore for uh, the home runs. Yeah, that yeah. pisses me off a little a bit. Shame. I was like, well, "What's the deal here?" Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's it's it was great. It was really good. 
It's on. We get some on-the-ground reporting. Uh, as he mentioned, we did lose the series to the Blue Jays since we last spoke to you of the home opener. Kind of a tough loss. Uh, of course, we wanted to win that one. It felt like opening day, a game that we could have won, but we let, uh, let slip away. A little bit different fashion, but regardless, the Blue Jays were a tough team. I think one of us picked them to win the AL East this year. That'd be me. It was, it was a difficult, you know, Difficult task to come home and face those guys out of the gate. The Vladdy first pitch was pretty awesome. We got to mention that. Vladdy, that Vladdy awesome. Jr., Trout, 27, 27, 27. That's awesome that they waited till the Blue Jays came to town to do that. Like, you know, you have your son there on the opposing team. He gets to be a part of that. You know Vlad Jr. was going to Angel Stadium all the time growing up as a kid. So to make that moment happen, that was kind of special with all three of those 27s right there. It was great. We remember seeing him run around in the dugout as as we were kids, but he was even younger. And then right. seeing him out there on the field, um, crushing against us isn't isn't great, but still nice to see the story of the weekend. Really, um, happy Easter, everyone that celebrated. Uh, Bo Bichette ruined your Easter. Yep, he ruined all of ours. It was a rough weekend. The guy turned it on. I think he went four for four, one of the games, maybe three for four the other. Just had it locked in. I don't know what it was. I didn't hear any trash cans. I didn't hear any phony business. He just looked good and and had it locked in. I don't know. That it homer that he off. hit in the first game against us where he pimped it afterward, I was just like, damn, that's so disrespectful but so badass at the same time. Like he knows that he knows it was gone. I saw a video. I can't shout out who it was from. It was somebody saying, um, like a TikTok, what your baseball socks say about you. Mm-hmm. And the middle infield one was spot on. It was like the socks like bows, and it was like you probably need to fix your glasses and you mess with your hair too much. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's him to a T. And he does match that description. But, man, you cannot argue with his numbers, especially against us. Um, he's smooth out there. Good defensively. I think he's cleaned that up a little bit. Yeah. He gets mad at himself when he messes up. I remember that last year quite a bit. So I'd love to be a fan, but it's just tough when it's someone who – it feels like Matt Olson. You know, past couple of years, I'd love to be a fan, but man, it's just difficult when he crushes your team every time they come to town. So, I like him better now that he's not in the in the AL West. Oh, Olson, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we can root, <laughs> we can root for him a bit now. Um, our offense in this series, you know, I would say it did go toe to toe with Toronto. We did keep up with them for the most part. Kept trying to bail out the the awful pitching that we had, which we'll we'll get to in a second. Um. I think we need to talk about Trout and Otani, and this leads up to even um, the National Series as well. Are they not clutch at the plate? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm. You know, it sucks. Like, I, I wish I actually like went to go check the stats for this, and I can't guarantee that they'll support my take. But it does feel like a lot of the times when Trout or Otani do come through with an extra base hit. More often than not, it happens when there's no one on base. And it's a lot less likely when someone is on base for that same moment to occur. But at the same time, like, I could be wrong. It just, Like, this could be recency bias. So I apologize in advance to the listeners for not knowing exactly what the stats are because I'm sure someone's going to come and be like, by the way, you mentioned this, and it's not true. They're actually really good with people on base, but blah, blah, blah. All the times that we see it. That's right. We'll just yeah. block you right away. But <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Come at us with the stats. I don't know the stats either, but I just know the feel from watching a majority of Angel games the past 20 years or so. 
you know, I'd love to know Trout's numbers after the fifth inning, maybe the sixth inning. I, something feels like it just it doesn't click there, and I'm leaning more towards Trout than Otani here. He's had less opportunity in those situations. And asking the starting pitcher to bail you out in the eighth inning when your bullpen's blown the game is it's a tough ask. I mean, I'm not wanting him to. You know, anybody who watched the game, oh, here comes Otani. It's like, yeah, but if you request anything from him, it's it's already too much. Asking him to even take in that bat is too much. But someone need to keep an eye on, you know, and, and not to jump ahead, but Trout is he, he's striking out a lot. And I've said this for maybe, you know, since spring training, but the past 14 at bats, he's 0 for 14 with 7Ks. It's just it's a tough stretch and he does go through these and somehow at the end of the year the the numbers pan out you know his ops is one dot but man it just it doesn't feel like it's in the clutch situations where we need him you know the wbc is another example i think that's where everybody noticed that and started squawking but i don't know you're right the numbers could be different Uh, and i mean i feel like what's being said about him not being clutch wouldn't continuously be said if there wasn't some sort of truth to that so and this is coming from actual angel fans not just people that hear about my chop being great and then the one time they tune in he goes over four with two or three strikeouts you know right yeah when he's on national tv yeah when they put him on fox or whatever right it is. uh we got to talk a little bit about luis renjifo it's been a tough stretch for him as well it's really weird because a lot of the issues right now with the Angels is just them not being able to execute on fundamentals. And I have a reason why. I'm glad that like we're talking about this right now. Renjifo is a perfect example. Almost everybody on our infield so far has committed an error. Rendon, Drury, Urshela, Renjifo. I haven't seen if Fletcher's made an error yet. I'm going to assume he hasn't. But almost everybody in the infield has committed an error at some point so far in the season the reason being these guys aren't consistently staying at their positions they're constantly getting moved one day or will be at shortstop the next he'll be at second base the next he'll be at third base the next he'll be at first base Drury, same thing he'll be at second base he'll be at first base he'll be brought into pinch hit Renjifo, he's either going to be second base or shortstop could slide over to third if needed rendon's in and out every couple of games nobody knows when he's playing so there's not a consistent person at each position that gets the opportunity to get the repetitions necessary to become elite at that position everyone's just it's like it's a it's a lottery every day nevin has the lottery machine in his freaking office puts the names of every infielder and they're like who's starting third base today pulls it out all right urshela puts the rest of the names back who's starting shortstop okay fletcher fletcher starts at shorts Let's check second base. Okay, Drury. That means I have to put Landman at first base now. Like, no one's getting regular playing time at their position. And I think that affects the fielding a lot because you go in every day and you don't know what position you're going to play. Yep. Or the lineup, too. Or the lineup. Where you're hitting the lineup. 100% agree. There's got to be some kind of solidified position. We did mention, I think, the opening day episode or, or the one after. It could be because we didn't get the full spring training with these guys because they were all at the WBC or a lot of them. So who fits in best where, we're still trying to figure out. But like I said back then, I'll say it again, we don't have time to figure that out. You need to pick something and roll with it. I think, like we said, Rendon's going to play third if he's available. 
whether he's hurt, suspended, day off, missing. We don't know at this point where he's going to be, what he's going to be doing. But if he's available and he's around the area, put him at third base. Shortstop's tough. I'd love to say Renjifo, but it's like lately I don't think he's the guy. Defensively, no. no. It's, it shouldn't be an option. It's got to be Urshela. So you're right. It's just a carousel in the infield going back and forth, uh, and that doesn't help at all. Uh, last note on the offense before we move to the pitching uh, in that series. I think Ivan needs to bring up his boy, Hunter Renfro. I, you know what? I should because uh, I think last episode, uh, seeing his performance, I was like questioning. I was like, dude, I'm not sure about this guy. Like, you know, I was really excited for him to come on and he's just not showing up. Well, the series against the Blue Jays, I he, he proved me wrong, man. He proved me wrong. Uh, Saturday and Sunday night, he hit home runs. Uh, multi-run home runs. I think uh, I think both of the home runs he hit, uh, he had Anthony run on base, <laughs> brought him home. <laughs> he and uh, you know what he's and even then after that, dude. Uh, after you know the series with the Nationals, and then um, uh, the the moment I remember specifically is uh, Game Three, bottom of the ninth. Um, I think bases were loaded, and Renfro came up two outs. He hits a double, man. And they tie up the game after that horrendous, horrendous six and zero lead that the Angels just fucking dropped. Ugh. It was like, you know, I, I was sure they, I was sure they were going to lose in the nine innings, and then you know Renfro comes up and he hits that double, gets them in extra innings, which of course the Angels lost. But I just love seeing that from Renfro now. I love seeing him get on base, whether even if it's walking, I like seeing him getting on there. But I like seeing him, you know swinging and then just something coming out of that it's got to be yeah. clutch right his his like uh yeah his uh let me let, let me take a look here his he's nine rbis and i'm pretty sure that's in the past like few games yeah he, he wasn't doing much the first weekend like you said you were yeah. disappointed in your yeah. pick and now like you know i so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to see this guy he's popping off he's yep. coming in clutch i love him hitting fifth or sixth in the lineup yep and not expecting him to do much. I mean, the big boys have to pick it up, and then if he's just supplementing, that's that's perfect. Uh, we'll move on to the pitching real briefly. Sum it up, it was not good um, in general. Start with... Uh, that's like an understatement, man. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It was Sandoval, Anderson, and Detmers. Uh, collectively, they allowed 11 runs with 18 hits. So That was one, I think, with Sandoval, and then Anderson and... Uh... And um, God damn it, I'm blind. Detmers, yeah, Detmers. <laughs> Detmers, I think they, they each had five. And then that's not bad. I mean, if you split it up like that, but when you get to the bullpen, oh, folks, Jesus. you're not going to find much. Yeah, you're going to no. find some trash. To uh, pair and loop doing, to pair and loop things. The Mario Brothers. The added Mario once again. Brothers, yeah. Mario and Brothers. Then, and then her get of like all of our pitchers is the one that really like upsets me. You know, he's not consistent. And that's no. my problem is he'll have a great game, a great outing, you know, he'll get you out of a jam and then no. pitch another inning. But then I, I, I don't know, man, I, I, I feel like that, uh, like that, like that parent that's like, you know, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed, <laughs> you know, because cause I, yeah. I feel like her gets like he's really like um, the effort he's put in. He's become like a reliable pitcher. You know, I, I mean, I've seen him get in a jams, but I'm seeing him get out of them, too. And, you know, just seeing him kind of give up runs and just not give out like his best is it's it's disappointing for sure 
He needs to pick it up a little bit. Mm. Uh, he has to be one of our consistent guys out of the bullpen because we don't have too many options, it seems like. Um, Tyler, anything on the Blue Jays before we move on? They played better than us. I mean, that's a good summary. It's a very you, good summary. You look at when Jose Suarez was pitching in four innings, he gave up 10 hits. I mean, not all of them being hard contact, but. Oh, it's the Nationals. Hits. That's the Nats series. Sorry, Nats. I'm oh, getting it. Oh, we're. I'm already on board with you. The Jose yeah. Suarez, this guy sucks. Uh, four, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Four innings pitch, 10 hits with four runs. You're right. You're right. Um, 10.80 array in the game or on the series now in the season. Suarez is off to a rough start. We did move on to the Nats. Um, not much to say. Suarez needs to get bumped out of the rotation. I think we can all agree at this point. I don't get why we had Griffin. Can Dude, this whole situation is fucked because <laughs> I, all three of us, I think, are on the same page, and I think most Angel fans are on the same page where it's like, why do we have a six starter if it's not to give Shohei extra rest? Which maybe for this next week, sure, it'll give Shohei a couple extra days rest because you have the day off on the day that you're listening to this, and they didn't play anything at all today after the start. But if he's going to start that fifth day anyway, then what are we doing? What what was the point of adding the sixth starter? I thought the sixth starter was for him to get more rest. It's a waste. It's a waste. It was trying to get Griffin Canning back in while leaving. And it's Jose like, Suarez. cool, get Griffin Canning back in, but then, yeah, get rid of Suarez. Instead, we have to option Andrew Wance, who is our best reliever. And the reason why he was optioned was because the only other pitchers that had options left that they could send down Jimmy Herget, Reed Detmers, Tucker Davidson, and Jimmy Herget. I said Jimmy Herget already. You can't right. do that. Yeah. And you Suarez know, is out you of have options. You pick between them and Wance, you yeah. know? Suarez needs to move to the bullpen, essentially. That's that's the bottom line. Long relief with Berea. But it was I just mean, gonna say, put him with Berea. Yeah. Innings eat with Berea, put him in there. Or down by six. And they're and young guys inning. like at some like if they strive and if they thrive in that role, and there's gonna be some East Coast team that wants them on their team for a postseason run. Yep. Come this trade deadline. And they'll turn him around and he'll have a point six ERA for exactly. the postseason. Um we have some defensive struggles as well we have to address and this could be figuring things out like we mentioned with the infield being a revolving door um drury at first base isn't working out when it comes to the fundamentals i mean he's making good scoops he's making good plays on balls hit to him but when it comes to just being awake and alert it's not happening he's yeah i mean it kind of sucks that we're put in the position where drury does need to play first base because if walsh was here i think It'd be a different case. Problem solved. Drew would be exclusively playing at second base, if not getting a day off, or brought in later into the game as a pinch hitter. So you think that's going to fix itself once once we get Walsh? I mean, we'll have Walsh or Shella. That'll be a quick fix. Lamb may not be in the picture by that time as well. Who knows? Uh, we'll talk about Renhifo playing defense, a couple of miscues at second base, double clutches. You can't do that anymore. Guys are running down the line. Like maniacs, there's no chance to to double clutch it, even from second base. There's one play that I remember where it, he like bobbled it in his hand, and then when he did throw it to Drury, it was way offline, and he Drury wasn't able to get it. My uncle texted me, and he was like, "What do you think went wrong there?" Because he he's been a baseball coach and stuff, and I was like, "Well, it sucked that Renhifo bobbled it." and he probably should have just held on to it instead of trying to get the last-ditch effort to throw it and potentially cause an error. 
Which he did. Which he did. But Drewy, I keep calling him Drewy. Drewy should get off the bag, catch the ball, even though the runner's going to be first. Like he's going to be there at first, no matter what. He's safe. I've played a lot but of you're games. You're not going to let that run get get home. You you stop the ball. You don't try to stay on the bag to, to catch something that you're not going to catch. Yeah. You don't you don't not jump. You don't not move off the base. You stop the ball. You keep it in front of you, especially with runners on in front of that runner coming to first. Little things like that. We mentioned it when we went to the WBC. We watched Great Britain play. They made a lot of errors in the infield, specifically when it comes to little things. Throws from third, you know, stuff getting beat out at first base, double plays. Let's talk about our double plays real quick. We aren't making them. We are not making double plays, and we're grounding into them. The ghost of Albert Pujols is alive and well. We're grounding into double plays, but we are not making them on the field, and I think it has to do with a couple things. They're not fluid. They're not smooth, and that's because there's no true partnership at second and short. It's always we don't, changing. Yeah, we it's don't have that. It's a different team every day. Yep, that Jeter Cano, baby. We need we need something like that. We need that Albie Swanson, which is now broken up as well. Yep. We need we need those combinations, and it's not there. Drury again at second did he gave a bad flip to Fletch, and then anything with Fletch to me, I mean, the arm strength is a problem. It's it's a problem from shortstop or anything in the in the deep hole. I mean, he gets to the ball. He really does. He has the range. It just, they beat out the throw. And so when he's chugging it from short, especially on a double play, he's got the quick transfer. Glove to hand. I mean, he's, you know. He's a great defender. He he just, he would just be so much more optimal at second base. If he was three inches taller, he'd be a great first baseman, realistically. Yeah. He's not He could even play third. The arm. That's, you know what I mean? That's where I'm at. And I love. I'm the Fletch guy on this podcast, so I want him involved in our defense. I do think there's a lot of value there. I just have seen some things, and I'm and I'm giving the heat to Drury on that one for for a bad flip on that double play specifically. I think you guys know if you've been watching. And I get it. I mean, like, not. I'm going to assume natural second baseman, but you're you're constantly dealing with a different middle infield on a daily basis even even on the corners you never know when anthony rendon's going to take a day off or if he's going to try to hold someone's shirt in the stands or <laughs> you know like if you're at you, first you, you base. don't know what he's going to do he's a liability at this point yes you got to yes. plan ahead you got to get people getting some reps at third base because you never know what tony two is going to do he's a wild card he's Ur- a wild Urshola's card not that bad on third base right Urshola? he's a natural third base he, he's great at third base he probably that's probably his best position but if Rendon's playing every day, then that's not where he's going to play. I'll take Rendon at third over Urshela, but he's got to be in the right mind and everything like that. And if you're at first base and there's something from third, it's like if it's Rendon, it's coming with a uh, sidearm throw. If it's from Urshela, it's coming over the top. So there's just, there's not a lot of chemistry, you know, not a lot of guys locked in with each other on the field. And that's part of the problem. Um, Hopefully that settles in and we find some positions that, that work. And the whole idea of having depth is if guys get hurt, and I understand that, being able to plug in those those gaps. But when you have everybody healthy, but let's keep it consistent. When you're constantly putting your depth in almost every other day, it's like that's not is depth. That, yeah. That's not depth. You're not starting your best guy. Right. Agreed. So some defensive uh, struggles. We'll move on to game two real quick. Not much to talk about here other than, as Ivan writes, the unicorn doing unicorn things. Shohei Otani. 
Seven innings, one hit ball. I, I was seriously wondering if he was just going to go the rest of the game because, I mean, he looked good. He looked good up there. So, uh, But, you know, after that, um, I can't remember who came out. To, I can't remember. I, I think, uh, I think what's his name? I think Estevez came out. Estevez definitely pitched the ninth. Yeah. Uh, I, th- yeah. I fell asleep, guys. I'm not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> after Shohei. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, yeah it was, yeah. That's fair. Shohei yeah. came out and he, he knocked out. It was it was only five hits in the game. Um, we do have to mention something here written in really small letters on the notes, and I want to say, ha- well, there's a reason why it's small. <laughs> yeah, there's a little small note here. We don't have to. We don't have to. No, this is this is an Angels podcast, right? Major League. We're talking about major league stuff, okay? None, no minor league stuff. All Not right, a minor league just podcast. Just a little note in there. Joe Adele seven home run streak. Moving on to game three. <laughs> Griffin Cannon getting his first start of the season. I know Tyler was hyped to see him back out there, uh, as was I. Last start was in 2021, I think, mid-season. Yeah, July 2021. Yeah, so it's been a while. Good to see him back out there. He threw five innings, five hits, two runs with a 3-6 ERA. Of course, don't look at ERA when it comes to one start, but impressed. I, I, I think he went as expected. Is that fair to say? I think so, too. I, I'm, I'll take... Five innings of two-run ball from Griffin Canning any day. Uh, he threw. He only threw 69 pitches this game. Nice. Nice. So I think that helped contribute to the Halos W, despite him not having a decision in the matter, given that he was taken out when the game was tied in the fifth inning or in the sixth inning rather. So, you know, good for him. Happy to have him back. Take over Suarez's spot, please. Immediately. Agreed. And then another righty in the mix. We gotta love that because we need those in the rotation specifically. Uh, Brett Phillips getting some action in this series earlier today or yesterday when you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, the early game. You know what? The guy can't swing the bat, but he can run the bases. Dude, and the guy has a great eye. Granted, the umpires Mm. have not been the best this series so far. Most most of the year they haven't been great, but... You mean they didn't put the best of the best for the Nats Angels in April? Absolutely (laughs) not. No shot. (laughs) Um, but he's getting on base, and as Billy Bean says, it doesn't matter as long as he gets on base. That, that was a great inning for him, I got to say, for Brett Phillips. That was a great inning. He brings the energy, and I got to give it to him. People are pissed off that he's the home run hat guy. Uh, forgive me, what's the name of the hat? It's called a... Dude, I totally forgot. Yeah, we talked about it the yeah, other day. Scooby was saying it's a it. super cool samurai hat. A Rendon su- broke it. Did he? Rendon broke one of the oh, the man. things on the front of it. Yeah. Typical. What That's doesn't what Rendon saying. break? Dude. Yeah. That's what I said. I was like, dude, what is he just causing more problems? Like when he did that, I was like, man, he's not even helping with the <laughs> celebrations at this point. I will say, if there's a brawl, I expect him to be the first one out there. But he will be. We won't get back into Rendon. We're talking about Brett Phillips here, the true angel. <laughs> I love the guy, man. I mean, if he can go out and do what he did today, 75% of the season, I'll take it. I think right now, looking at the outfield, it's going to be tough to get him a spot to start. Uh, and I'm fine with him not being a starter. But, but yeah. it, like, I, I was listening to uh, Angel's recap today and uh, from Trent Rush, AM830, that Phillips is definitely going to be playing a lot more because Nevin wants to give everyone in the outfield some days off from their legs. That's fair. So that means Renfro's yeah. going to take a day off. Ward's going to take a day off. Rendon will probably take a day off somewhere in between He'll be there. at third base before you know it. So 
we'll be seeing a lot more of Phillips in the next few games, I think. When I want to see him is when Renfro gets that late clutch hit that Ivan was talking about, how he's, you know, he comes up in big situations. When he gets that double and we're down a run, you know Brett Phillips is going to be on second base. Probably going to steal third. Probably going to get home on a wild pitch or something like that. So we do need a player like that, and today prove that. I'm glad that like we're all on the same page now with Brett Phillips. Even the haters. Before, before yep. it was just like, oh, well, it's cool because he's a clubhouse guy, great hype man, which aren't bad things, don't get me wrong. But then you got the other side where it's like Brett Phillips couldn't hit for his life in spring training. Mickey Moniak was crushing the ball. Why? Are I will say Brett Phillips over him. The first game he starts, he goes over four with four Ks. I'm going to change my tune, but made yeah. a great catch today, though. That Brett Phillips, yeah, he looked yeah. pretty decent. He's a great player, man. I mean, he's a major leaguer. He's playing for us, probably for not that not that much money. I mean, obviously, it's in the million dollar range, which is a lot of money. It's it's a good deal. We'll just say that you it's know a good what deal. I'm saying. It's a good deal. So. Moving on to the second half of the show where we get into some fun stuff. Uh, historical Halos. This is where I pick two players from the past for you guys to pick one to join the team today. I don't say who they are. You may have a good idea who these guys are. It's getting a little bit more down into it, a little more difficult to make these decisions before you know the big guys, Vladdy, Weave, um, big players from the past, Tim Salmon. So Historical Halos, we're going to go player A, you guys can take your pick here. Uh, this is from the season in 2000, which was a pretty good year for the Angels. This guy played 159 games, 47 bombs, 102 RBIs with a 1 dot OPS. It's 1.008. And I will give you this hint as well as an infielder if you don't know who he is. No guesses. We'll move to player B. Yeah. <laughs> this is 11 years later in 2011. This is a pitcher. So I usually bring in a pitcher with these as well. 33 starts, which is as many as you can have in a season, practically. 3.38 ERA. So not an obvious choice like before where if there was a really good pitcher, it's like that's where we're going to go, Jared Washburn, last week. He had 178 strikeouts with only 72 walks. And a 111 ERA plus, so over the 100. And I will admit another season he had, which was I think two years before this, he had a one two six ERA plus. So who are you taking? Are you taking a sturdy, really decent pitcher, or an infielder that can hit forty seven bombs, one hundred two RBIs? Ivan, I'll start with you. Oh man, uh, was it was pitching an issue back uh, back in 2011? Also, has it always? No. So we had Jared Weaver as well this year. I will say it's not Jared Weaver. I already did him for for that season. So we had a solid number two in the rotation. I do have this bobblehead as well. It's a nice little hint I'm wondering there. Wondering what uh, 2000 was like for the Angels. Well, I'm trying to decide. Who, I don't know who I want now. Based right. on these numbers. Okay. Right. So hmm, that's interesting. I'll give you another I'll give you some more context clues. So the the pitcher is right handed. So you can take the, the lefty stuff out of your yeah. mind. And player A, the first guy, uh corner infield. Say that. Huh. Forty seven home runs, huh? Yep. One oh two RBI. That sounds pretty good to me. 
I gotta say. Taking that sounds pretty good to me. Taking the bat. I'm yep. gonna agree with Ivan because I never want to deal with having Irvin Santana on my team <laughs> ever again. Seems like a cool guy. Actually, no, he's not a cool guy. You know why? You know why he's not a cool guy, dude? I, I remember going to a game with my grandpa and he was down like in the dugout, like looking out at the fans, and I and I was a kid. I wasn't like a teenager like trying to get a fucking boss on. Like I was a fucking child with my grandfather, by the way. And he like put his hand out like and it made me think like, oh, he wants me to throw the ball to him to catch it and sign it. I threw it to him. He threw it right back at me. Oh, no. He wasn't waving at me. He was, He didn't ask me for the ball. He was waving at someone in the stands or whatever. Okay, so player A could have been Anthony Rendon, and you're picking that guy. Uh, no, player... <laughs> Honestly. Player okay. A... Um, I didn't know about that experience you had. Yeah. That's tough. So was this dreadlocks, Santana? Was this like... because um, Dude, you know, he always alternated from the dreadlocks to like the fro. Yeah. He'd go back and forth. So it 20... different every game. His other really good season was 2008, which I feel like was... He had for, a lot of good seasons. He was like yeah. 12 and 8, 14 and 8, 16 yeah. and 8, 18 and 8 at some point. He had a lot of good seasons, but like it's so crazy that he would get those wins, and that's probably because we had a really good bullpen or something. We did. It's so yeah. crazy that he won that much with how bad he did sometimes i have his bobblehead but the right arm got broken off so i have a uh, one-armed Irvin santana those are, those are both of my tim salmon bobbleheads yeah so we'll talk about player a ivan's choice one of my favorite angels all time i'll say top five really i love this guy troy gloss yeah. was a beauty oh, i'll take him man he was a beauty back then a huge part of our world series win in 02 a lockdown third baseman. When you think third base angels, the only one that I can think of in our lifetime that was consistent was Troy Gloss. I mean, we kind of had yeah. a couple different ones there for a few years. Sean Figgins from last week kind of had the position for a while, but right. this guy was a meaty, bottom-heavy, big swinging, just great guy to watch. Great hair as well. Handsome bastard. Nice to see him out there. 2000, he was still wearing the pinstripes too. I saw some of the 47 photos. Forty-seven home runs. Oh yeah, Damn, he was absolute yeah. beast. He was our. Damn. He was our. Him and Salmon were the, the yeah, two the guys. Spezio was kind of the secondary, right? Like the, the yeah. next couple of years, but yeah, Salmon and Gloss were the bomb guys in uh, in Anaheim. So good picks. You guys both went with Gloss there, um, Tyler, for more personal reasons. So that's fun. That's fun. So we're you can see how we're getting into more. You know, next week I probably like it. it's going to be more. I don't want to say less valuable, but somewhat less valuable players. You know, we yeah. can't I not mean, the either, obvious either way, choices. If you got to pick one, you got you know yeah. you're gonna you're gonna advocate for them. You know, I mean, three three eight ERA against forty seven homers. I I guess I'll go with the forty seven homers as well. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. Lastly, we got our upcoming series going out east. To see Jacob's most hated Boston Red Sox and Jacob's most loved New York Yankees. Wow, putting him on the spot, man. Damn. That is some yin and yang over here for sure. Uh, We have four games in Boston. Well, it's not like, well, I mean, you like the Yankees. It's not like you can like Boston, right? No, I mean, but even from an angel perspective, taking out this false Yankee fandom that somehow I get uh, bestowed, the Red Sox are garbage. I, I, I've hated them as an Angel fan for years. I mean, anytime I've gone to see them at the Big A, they've crushed us. I spoke about the most recent time against Mookie Betts. The first pitch of the game was a bomb. Um, love their ballpark. I think it's one of the more interesting stadiums. I got to get over there. Uh, if you've been there, I'm jealous. 
uh, despite hating the team. But probably going to, what, safe to say we can split in Boston? Is that fair? Four-game series. I, I, sorry, folks. I, I was moving my head back and forth a little bit. I know that's not very good podcasting. But Contemplating. Uh, it's hard for me to believe in this team right now. Our bullpen's terrible. We didn't do anything to fix our bullpen. We went and got Carlos Estevez and Matt Moore, and we should have done a lot more. Good one. And that's all I have to say about that. So we're losing three or four in Boston. So then that's safe to assume when we go over to the Bronx, which historically, or at least in well, recent years. Yeah, well, since we're starting fucking Canning and Suarez out there, yeah, probably not going to win that one either. Jose Suarez starting yeah, in I Yankee Yeah, I think at Stadium. this point, I only trust two of our starters. One, obviously, is Shohei Otani, and the other one, obviously, is Patrick Sandoval. And then, you know... Detmers, I like, but I feel like he kind of struggled a little bit. Anderson, you know, I think he had a good uh, first uh, first game last week or whenever it was. Uh, and then with the Blue Jays, I think he struggled a little bit too. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. The series, I, I'm worried. I am kind of worried. Can you look at when Suarez is starting? Is it before we're back? They haven't said yet. It's the two games. It's two games in the Yankee series. Do we play them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or is it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Well, we play the Red Sox thir- or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, tomorrow. So thir- today, Thursday. We, we take Thursday off. No, tomorrow's think, an off day. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought we played tomorrow. No. I mean, you have the calendar right there next to you if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me pull it up. I'm talking about it. Might as well just look. I mean. The thing with those teams is, regardless of how they're doing, we don't do well over there, and that's my problem. Historically, yeah, I mean that's the that, issue. In recent years, at least. I mean, at least we'll okay, have our see. our top starters when we're in Boston, but when it comes so, to New York, yeah. it's going to be bad. So we're maybe losing to Boston. We're definitely losing to New York. So it's Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. For New York next week. So we, we may see Suarez after that. I was going to make a bet on how many innings he'll pitch, but we can't do that, not knowing if he's going to throw. If he does throw on Thursday next week, we'll be here Wednesday night. We can talk about it. Yeah, not looking great. But if we can take these two series or one of the two, uh, the Astros will mention real quick off to a rough start. So that's helping us out a little bit. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, our competition right now is the Rangers and – you know, it sucks if you're a Rangers fan, but something that would potentially help us continue our path to being in first place is Corey Seager's going to be out for at least four weeks now with a pulled. Oh, we don't wish hamstring. that upon anybody, but yeah. It sucks, you know, like we are neck and neck, and maybe losing a piece like Seager might be the reason why we're able to get up front, and then we have to worry about them as soon as he gets back because otherwise I feel like they're, it's going to be business as usual. I'm just worried that we're focusing on the Rangers and it's it's going to be Seattle and Houston at the end of the day. I mean, give it a couple it's months. possible. It's just too early. You're not wrong. But they're thinking the same thing about us. They're like, ah, they're going to fall off. So we got to prove them wrong. Um, yeah. Other that's, than that, I think that's it. That's it for me, guys. Anything else you want to add for this week? Uh, got those series coming up. Going to watch those games. Early games, of course, East Coast. So get off work or put it on at work. Who cares? <laughs> That's what we do anyway. Today's game was early. I didn't like that. I I like getting home and having a game to watch, you know. I hear you. Instead, we're watching the Dodgers beat up on the, the Giants, so 
That's where we're at. This game was 3 3 when we started the podcast. It is 10 3 Dodgers now. Crazy game. So, anyways, fellas, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Drop us a five star review wherever you listen to your podcast. Five stars. And follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at MikeUpTheHalo. As always, Mike that baby up, like that baby up, big fly. Absolutely. Blame Canada. Gooby.